Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. You know, I, uh, I, it, it's, it's, what's going on right now? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to think of, well, first of all, we're having computer difficulties, so I can't play the uh, fun compilation I put together. Like, you no, know, it's, it's interesting to me because you really have to ask yourself, who is the top of the ticket? On the Democratic side, because look, Donald Trump is speaking tonight. Tonight's the night. Tonight's Trump night. It's Trump night. He's going to come out. He's going to he's going to speak at length. He's going to talk about his vision for the country in in the next four years. He's going to talk about what he's going to do in his second term. He's going to formally accept the nomination, which he actually already did on Monday. But, you know, he's going to do it again. There's going to be this big hoopla. Apparently, there's going to be fireworks. Uh, there's going to there's going to be there's going to be a congressional committee meeting about the involvement of the uh, Parks Department, apparently, in this whole celebration, because anytime Donald Trump does anything, you know that the Democrats automatically assume he's breaking the law. And I mean, they've already they've already started an investigation into Mike Pompeo's speech. They've already started an investigation into what's happening with the uh, the park police tonight. It, it's ridiculous. They just can't they just can't let Donald Trump have a convention without at least four or five congressional committees coming together to question his every move. But he's speaking tonight. And then, as you would expect, as you would expect, there will be some kind of reaction from the Democrats. And as you would expect, his his uh, his I guess you would say um, arch nemesis or the person competing against him, Joe Biden, you think would have some kind of address against the president of the United States. But that's not happening. That's not happening. You know who's you know who's actually speaking tonight after the president? You know who is responding to the president of the United States? If you guessed Kamala Harris, you are correct, because Kamala Harris apparently is the top of the ticket. When Donald Trump speaks, Kamala Harris is going to be the one that's going to explain, I assume, what Joe Biden is thinking. Joe Biden thinks it. Kamala Harris is going to actually say it. At least that's what we're supposed to lead, uh, be led to believe tonight. What I believe is that Joe Biden still is is totally, uh, you know, uh, just dilapidated from his huge 25-minute speech last week. I think he's still recovering. I think he can't believe that he made it through the speech. I don't think anyone else can either. And now what's happening is Kamala Harris has to come out and she has to give the Donald Trump reaction speech. Or you know what else probably is 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 telling about this is that Donald Trump is speaking tonight. The Democrats don't know what he's going to say. They have an idea, but they don't know. They can't prepare remarks. They can't type up an entire reaction to Donald Trump's live uh, acceptance of the nomination tonight and get it into the teleprompter uh, in, in enough time for Joe Biden to actually read it in an effective way. So I think that's another. I think they're scared. Joe Biden can't react to anything off the cuff. Um, This is why the debates are going to be such an issue. And look, if Kamala Harris, if Kamala Harris is is answering Donald Trump tonight instead of Joe Biden, what are they going to try to have her debate the president of the United States? Are they going to be like, you know what? Joe can't debate tonight. So in his place, we're going to have Kamala Harris. 
they're going to do something because Joe Biden should really be the one that is reacting to the president. Joe Biden should he should have been out there every single day reacting to this convention. He's been hiding. He's been doing nothing. He said nothing. Whoever's in charge of his Twitter handle has been tweeting random things here and there. None of them really make any sense. But I mean, as we spoke about yesterday, Donald Trump was out every single day last week. He was in the swing states. He was talking to people. He was trying to explain, again, why the Democrat vision for America is so bad and why the Republican vision for America is is what we need going forward. We need to continue to to rebuild the economy and do all these great things. But uh, but it's very telling. It's very telling that Kamala Harris will be giving the the reaction to President Trump's speech tonight because apparently she's the only coherent one on the ticket. She's the only coherent one on the ticket. Uh, and evident, and I believe she's at this point in charge. If you're voting for Joe Biden, you're not voting for Joe Biden. You're voting for Kamala Harris or whoever else happens to be in charge of the campaign. But it's obviously not Joe Biden, because if it were, he would be the one speaking tonight. He would be up there saying, no, I'm running against Donald Trump. I'm the one who's going to speak. I'm going to react to the speech. That's it. I need the voters to hear from me. After all, I'm the one that wants to be the president of the United States, not Kamala. Although, let's face it, she also she also wants to be president of the United States. Uh, 855-765-1045. We have, uh, by the way, it's the Marque Show. Thanks so much for joining us. 855-765-1045. And we have, man, we have so much stuff going on today. I have to, first of all, we have some What the Bleep, which is always fun and exciting. What the Bleep is one of our favorite things that we've done. And we, uh, we've done an all RNC edition. Last week we did an all DNC edition. This year, or this week rather, we're going to do an all RNC edition. So if you've been paying attention, if you've been watching all the speeches or if you've been watching the best of clips and the highlights or if you've just been listening to the show, you're going to do I mean, you're probably going to do OK. You're probably going to do OK. And we're going to do that eh, probably right after 1130 or so, uh, which is which is pretty interesting. Big news going on with this hurricane. We've been watching. I saw very violent footage of a casino roof being just blown off, just being blown off the casino. I was crazy. And there's all these people standing around, all these reporters, which I still don't know why they do that. One guy almost got electrocuted because I don't know if you saw the, the electrical transformer that he was standing next to in a hurricane exploded just feet from where he was standing. It was crazy. And uh, we're not sure the extent of the damage yet, but we'll be we'll be tracking that, of course. And then uh, you know, there's the NBA. Is it just the NBA or is it like all the sports now? I think it was just the NBA because I heard Major I mean- League Baseball is also not going to play now. And somebody else, there was some other, the NHL maybe, I don't know. Apparently nobody wants to play sports anymore in the wake of what's going on in Kenosha, Wisconsin. The the protests, it's now not just taking a knee on the basketball court. It's now just not even not even showing up for work. Um, that's going to be, and, and it's interesting because they took all these precautions for the NBA. They, they moved them to Orlando. They put them all in a bubble. They test them constantly. They allowed they painted Black Lives Matter on the court. They did everything that these guys demanded that LeBron James, who basically runs the league. But I don't know if you know this. LeBron James is in charge of the NBA. Uh, anytime there's a anytime there's a press conference, it's LeBron James. Anytime LeBron James says something, the NBA jumps, jumps into action and does whatever it is that he demands. And I, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure L.A. is going to win whatever championship they have this year, because that's the team LeBron plays for. And LeBron will just tell him, look, we need to make sure that we win this. But LeBron James has now said we're not going to we're not going to play games. Is it any more or is it is it just I haven't temporary? heard their, their uh, request yet. I, I don't know where it goes from here. Okay. 
I know they, it's at least yesterday, and to confirm, it is Major League Soccer and Baseball at least also postponed some games yesterday. No, I don't really consider Major League Soccer. That's fine. All right, so Baseball and Soccer and the NBA have canceled all their games. Um, we're not really sure until – if anyone knows, if it's till further notice or if it's just for the week or what have you, um, it's interesting to see. But this is apparently – I'll, I'll be honest with you. I forgot that they were all playing. I really forgot that uh, – because, you know, they canceled a bunch of baseball games because of COVID. Um, you know, I, I don't really follow professional basketball at all. Uh, I'm just waiting for, you know, I'm just waiting for you to find out if I get a refund on my Jaguars tickets. Um, so that's basically where we are now. The, the Kenosha, Wisconsin riots and, and the shootings and everything else that's going on there is now affecting, um, a lot of professional sports fans because the players are refusing to play. And I, yeah, and again, we have to look into this because I don't know if it's that they're refusing to play until a, B, C, D happens, or what is like? What is the end game? What gets them back on the court? What gets them back to work? Uh, also, are they still getting paid? That would be my other question. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Because I know if I stopped coming to work for whatever reason, the uh, the paycheck would also would all the you know the money would stop being deposited into my bank account. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. RNC last night. Mike Pence giving a brilliant speech as he accepts the vice presidential nomination. We've got some of the um, we've got some of the highlights from that. Also, Kellyanne Conway spoke. It was her goodbye address. We have uh, we have Kaylee McEnany who shared a very personal story, one that I didn't know, and she talked about how Donald Trump affected her not just professionally but personally. Um, a bunch of other great, uh, great clips from yesterday. Laura Trump was speaking as well. And uh, we will um, we will we will get to all that here in just a minute. Plus your phone calls, your open mic messages and more of the Mark K show. It's all on the way. So stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. He's entertaining, informative, and he puts the talk in Jacksonville's news and talk. This is the Mark K show on 104.5 WOKV Jacksonville's news and talk. President Trump has set our nation on a path of freedom and opportunity. Joe Biden would set America on a path of socialism and decline. The socialism and decline. Now that's uh, Vice President Mike Pence re, um, at his big speech yesterday. And he was, first of all, re-accepting the nomination or accepting the nomination to be vice president again for another four years and talking a little bit about what uh, the president has in store for the next four years, but mostly talking about what Joe Biden would have in store for the next four years, which is, uh, you know, decline. What, what did he say? It was uh, on a path of socialism and decline, socialism and decline, which are Joe, Joe Biden's two biggest. Uh, those are his two favorite um, two biggest hobbies, uh, socialism and decline. And that's something that and we're not just talking about cognitive decline. We're talking about decline for the entire country. It's like it's like what's happening to Joe Biden's brain right now would happen to the entire country in a Biden presidency. By the way, that reminds me, you know, everyone last week when Joe Biden gave his speech, everyone was like, oh, this is the best speech ever. And Jake Tapper was like, I've seen him give hundreds of speeches and this was his finest. And everyone and even Karl Rove was like, that's a very good speech. Joe Biden knocked it out of the park. Uh, remember all that? Well, Donald Trump is a little skeptical and he's now called. This is great. This is great. Donald Trump has called for a drug test before the debates. <laughs> he says that he will call for drug tests for both Vice President Biden and himself before the first debate on September 29th. This is from the Washington Examiner. Uh, he said in an Oval Office interview Wednesday, the president expressed suspicion at what he said was a sudden marked improvement in Biden's debate performance during the Democratic primary season and suggested that he believes the improvement was the result of drugs. 
The president offered no evidence to support his speculation. Uh, he said nobody thought he was going to win, Trump said, because his debate performances were so bad. Frankly, his best performance was against Bernie. We're going to call for a drug test, by the way. Uh, we want to make sure that he, uh, we, you know, nothing amazing happened. And we are going to call for a drug test because there's no way you can't do that. So he feels like like Joe Biden was given some kind of performance enhancing drug. I'm not talking about Viagra. I'm talking about some kind of performance enhancing drug that made him more cognitive during the debates. And Donald Trump wants to make sure that that doesn't happen during their debates. So they're going to um, he's going to demand a drug test. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. This is Noah calling from Hawaii. Mecca Kalikimaka. Noah, how are you? Hello, good morning. Hi. How are you? Oh, we're doing great, man. We're doing great. What part of Hawaii are you in? Oh, I'm, I'm here on the Big Island. I actually, I'm fortunate enough to uh, be essential, and uh, I work throughout the islands. Oh, that's so I'm fantastic. on the Big Island right now. Oh, great. All right. Well, thanks for calling. What do you want to say out there in Hawaii? Well, uh, I'm with this group called um, um, Hawaii for Trump. Mm. I just wanted to come and give you a shout-out, send you some love, and thank you for all the work you do. Uh, I've been enjoying the show. Thank you for advocating for liberty, freedom, and justice, and uh, especially for all the defense of uh, President Donald J. Trump. You know, like uh, the guy's taking all the blows. Uh, he's getting attacked from all kinds of angles, media, you name it. And um, uh, all the efforts that you put to debunk the myth and uh, to debunk the false narratives that yeah. they put out there. I just want to call you, send you some love. Well, no, listen, we, first of all, we really appreciate that. Thanks so much. What, uh, let me ask you this question. What's it like being a Trump supporter in Hawaii? Because Hawaii is notoriously a blue state. For some reason. Well, great, great, great question. Uh, you know, sadly, I've lost quite a bit of friends. Yeah. Um, I've actually supported Trump since just before his election, uh, seeing what he was. Uh, when you take a real look at what the man's trying to do, he's over-delivered on every promise. And that, that goes without saying. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people being misled, and I've stood my ground. I've determined to figure out who my real friends are. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Well, listen, thanks so much for calling. By the way, do you play the ukulele? Oh, I play much more. I prefer six strings, my friend. Oh, all right. Well, that's all right. Hey, thanks so much for calling. No, we appreciate it. If you're ever in, if you're ever around here, we are gonna we're gonna jam. You can bring your guitar. I'll grab one of my many ukuleles, and we'll uh, we'll have a well, it'll be great. I'm so excited. Maybe I love the, your commitment to the native pronunciation. Well, he's Hawaiian. I want to speak to him in his native tongue. Right. You know, I don't. <laughs> if, I, if I were talking to someone from you know the mainland, I'd be like, hey, do you, play the, do you play the ukulele? <laughs> because that's how it's known. But in Hawaii, it's actually pronounced ukulele. Uh, this is Derek in Jacksonville. Hi, Derek. How you doing? How you doing? Uh, I just wanted to ask a question. Um, sure. I, I watched the, the Republican uh, convention, and I watched what the vice president said, you know, about how things are bad right now in these cities, and he's right. Mm. But he does – I just wanted to – you Republicans do know that it's happening under your presidentship, under the Republican presidentship, under Donald Trump. All of this is happening. So if I vote for Trump again, I'm just trying to figure out what's going to change. It's happening now. Derek, that is a great question. That is, that's a fantastic question. Unfortunately, we're out of time and I can't answer it. But I will answer it when we get back from this very brief break. Traffic, weather, news uh, coming up. And then Derek, Derek wants to know, look, all this rioting and this looting in these cities, it's happening under Donald Trump. So if I vote for Donald Trump, what's going what's gonna to keep it from happening again? Fantastic question. I'm so glad you asked that. We'll get to the answer here in just a minute. Uh, a quick break. More of the Mark Show on 104.5 WOKV.
Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. President Trump and I will always support the right of Americans to peaceful protest. But rioting and looting is not peaceful protest. Tearing down statues is not free speech. Uh, by the way, CNN yesterday, there was a Chiron. I don't know if you saw it. They had this reporter standing in front of like a flaming building in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And the Chiron, the lower third, which is basically the title of the clip, read fiery, but mostly peaceful protests continue in Wisconsin. I was like, really? If there's fire, I feel like that's not I feel like that's not peaceful. 855-765-1045. So uh, Mike Pence yesterday talking about Joe Biden's America and how these uh, riots and this looting and that's what they want. And Derek just called in and he said, I have a question for you, Mark. If if you Republicans think that we're supposed to vote for Donald Trump and this stuff, I mean, this is he's the president now. If this is happening under Donald Trump's presidency, why, oh, why uh, would we vote for Donald Trump? Because clearly this stuff would continue. And it's an excellent question, and I know a lot of people think that. And most of the people that think that don't understand anything about how the government works. That local law enforcement is not the responsibility of the president of the United States. There's the federal government, there's the state government, and there's the local government. There's various different jurisdictions. For example, here in Jacksonville, we have a mayor. His name is Lenny Curry. Well, we have a sheriff. Uh, we have a whole city council, and they're in charge of making decisions for the city. Then at the state level, we have a guy named Ron DeSantis. He's our governor, and he's in charge of the state. We have a state legislature. We have all. We have an attorney general for the state of Florida, all that kind of stuff. And then on a federal level, for all 50 states, all 50 states in the union and like American Samoa and the Virgin Islands and Guam and all, we have the president. And we have the executive branch and we have the actual uh, we have the Congress, we have the uh, Supreme Court, all that. So there's different levels. And when you have, for example, a, a police shooting in Kenosha, Wisconsin, or you have rioters and looters in Kenosha, Wisconsin, or Minneapolis, Minnesota, or Portland, Oregon, or if you're in Seattle and these and these crazy uh, lunatic leftist Antifa people take over a portion of your city, like a six square block radius of your city and declare it a uh, an autonomous zone. If any of that happens, that falls under the discretion of local law enforcement. It's the mayor's job, along with the police force, if it hasn't yet been defunded, to make sure that crime is under control. For example, and, I'll, and this is and I know Derek and I know this is hard for a lot of people to understand because a lot of people on the left, Democrats at any level, the media, they just want to blame Donald Trump for everything that goes wrong. But let me try. I'll put it in. Let me put it in perspective. Let's say it's the middle of the night and you wake up because your neighbors are having a rager. You know, you got some like you got some like college kids who rented the house next door to you. It's 3 a.m. They're blaring music. They're playing beer pong. It's so loud. You smell marijuana smoke. It's just, you know, it's like noise pollution. You've got to work the next day. Your kids have got to go to school. It's a Thursday night for crying out loud. Why are they partying? You're going to do what? Are you going to a call the president of the United States and complain that the people next door are too loud? Or are you b going to call your local law enforcement and tell them to come out and take care of the problem. Hopefully you're going to do B and that is call your local law enforcement, dial 911, whatever you know you have, and they're going to come out and they're going to tell these kids, you know, hey, go to bed because your neighbors are complaining or they won't. Maybe they'll send a social worker. 
to sit down and ask the kids why they feel like they need to be up late into the middle of the night, why they feel like they need to play this loud music. Are they compensating for something? Is there something stressing them out or is there something missing in their lives uh, that, that keeps them awake at night and forces them to party? That's basically how it works. When you have a local problem, you call the local authorities. Now, the interesting thing about all of this is that in every single city where you see the burning and the looting and the rioting and the murder in every single city, even where you see the police shootings and where you see the, the problems with the uh, with racial violence and and disparity of income, all these places, <laughs> they're all run by Democrats. So while Donald Trump is the president of the United States, the things that he's in charge of are actually booming. The economy booming, or at least it was before covid. Now it's coming back. Jobs booming again before COVID, but now they're coming back. You know, our, our, our defense department booming. The military has never been stronger. Our, our, our trade deals, fantastic. I mean, everybody agrees. There's not one person except for China who disagrees with anything we've done when it comes to trade. In fact, the more countries that disagree with our trade deals, the better it is for the United States. So Donald Trump has been ultimately successful at the federal level where you see the breakdown. Where you see the where you see the chaos, where you see the neglect is at the local level in places like Minneapolis, Chicago, Seattle, Portland, Wisconsin. And for the most part, these places are all run by Joe Biden's party, the Democrats. The Democrats are turning a blind eye. The Democrats are turning a blind eye to all of this crime, all of this criminality, all of the looting. They're allowing it to happen. They're excusing it. They're not getting in the way. A lot of times what happens is the mayors of these cities, they go down and they try to join in. And then to their dismay, they realize that Antifa just hates everybody. So they get tear gassed or they get a, a brick in the head or something like that. So basically, Derek, the answer to your question is. This is happening under Donald Trump's watch in cities that are run by Democrats. And if you want what's happening in Chicago and Minneapolis and Portland and Seattle and Kenosha to happen where you live, then by all means, vote for Joe Biden because he's a Democrat and he's going to turn a blind eye nationwide and he's going to turn a blind eye internationally. And you'll, you're not even going to have to worry. You're not even have to worry about what's happening. The, the least of your problems is going to be whether or not there's a violent BLM riot in your town, because then you're going to have to worry about how you're going to put food on the table because Joe Biden and the socialists are going to take most of your money through taxes. You're going to have to worry about whether or not a terrorist is going to kill you, because guess what's going to come crumbling down? The strong borders and the security measures and all of the and all of the you know presidential orders that Donald Trump has put in place to protect you and your family from terrorists the military forget about it they make way too much money you think that if the democrats are defunding the police nationwide they're going to spend 750 billion dollars on a military you are you out of your mind they don't even want to spend money to protect their own neighborhoods why oh why would they care about protecting anybody else in the united states of america defunding the police is the first step defunding the military is the second step I mean, it's all right there. It's easy to see. So while this is happening under Donald Trump's presidency, it doesn't matter because, because you know, keeping people safe in Kenosha, Wisconsin, uh, is not his problem. It's the local law enforcement's problem. Keeping people safe in Portland, Oregon, is not the president's problem. It's the local law enforcement's problem. Keeping Seattle from 
you know, defecting or keeping a bunch of idiots in Seattle from taking over and creating their own country in the middle of downtown Seattle where people are getting raped and killed and shot. That's not his issue. That's the local level government agencies on the ground in those states. And so those people in Seattle, they've got to they've got to wake up and say, you know, maybe this mayor, this Democrat that we hired, he maybe he's not the right person for the job. Maybe our governor sucks. I mean, maybe it's, it's yes is the answer. But and that's going to happen in Chicago with Lori Lightfoot. It's going to happen, uh, you know, in Michigan with Gretchen Whitmer. It's going to happen all over the country because this is the, what you have to look at when you look at this presidential um, election is you have to look at the Republican cities and the Republican states, places like Florida, where it's relatively peaceful. Places like, uh, you know, places like Georgia, again, where it's relatively peaceful. Christy Noem in South Dakota, man, she's not only been able to quell any violence that erupted, which I don't think there has been any, but they also don't even really have a COVID-19 problem. So why, you know, South Dakota is a great look at what a Donald Trump run state looks like. Uh, and that's and that's basically what your decision is. Oh, I know that was long winded. Hopefully that answered your question, though. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. Got to take a quick break. When we get back, we got more of your phone calls coming up. We got some open mic messages. We'll get into what the bleep and more of the RNC Day 3. It's the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. Remember to subscribe to the Mark K Show podcast on iTunes or Google Play. That way, you can listen to Mark whenever or wherever you want. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. President Trump, we will always stand with those who stand on the thin blue line, and we're not going to defund the police, not now, not ever. You know, I get that would have been like, the, the, I mean, the short, I, I took a really long time to answer a simple question. I basically just could have said, uh, if you don't vote for Donald Trump, there'll be more of what you see, more burning, more uh, defunding of the police. By the way, the people that say, and I see this on the news all the time, I see this on the news constantly. Joe Biden does not want to defund the police. Joe Biden has never claimed every time that somebody says Joe Biden wants to defund the police. Somebody is out there on CNN saying Joe Biden does not want to. And we know that that's not true. We did a whole hour on it. He did that podcast with that guy who was ALS. And he literally said, yeah, the guy said, can we take money away from the police and move it to other organizations? Joe Biden said, yes, absolutely. Absolutely, we can do that. And let's also be honest. Joe Biden is the presidential nominee for the Democrat Party, meaning he is the leader of the Democrat Party. And the Democrat Party is defunding the police. If you're the leader of the Democrat Party and they're defending defunding the police, then you are for defunding the police because you ain't stopping it. And if you ain't stopping it, obviously you you think it's a good idea or you're powerless to stop it. That's the other thing. Maybe that's why you're not speaking tonight after the president and Kamala Harris is 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is, uh, let's see, Garrett in Minneapolis. Hi, Garrett. How are you? Hey, how are you doing, uh, Mark? Um, I watched you on Facebook. Um, I watch you on Facebook quite a bit. Oh, I appreciate um, that. Yeah, thanks so much. What did you want yeah, to say today? Um, well, uh, we had some crazy events happen last night. Uh, suspect committed suicide in minneapolis he was a he actually killed someone and then committed suicide and there were riots last night i heard about of misinformation i heard about it, that. it was crazy 
Yeah, they they went in Target. They looted Target. They uh, Nordstrom's Foot Locker, and it's like we ended up having to have a curfew from ten to six a.m. this morning. And yeah. it's like, really? Like you guys are just just because of misinformation. Yeah. They went and looted and destroyed the city. Garrett, let me ask you again. You know, I know. Let me ask you quite When people when this happens in Minneapolis, do the people there? I mean, did they look at Donald Trump and say, how do you let this happen? Or did they look at uh, Mayor, what's his name, Fry? And did they uh, say? Yeah, Mayor Yeah, Mayor Fry, he, I mean, he actually, um, yeah, he he didn't act the first time this happened. And, uh, yeah, I mean, people just don't like Mayor Fry. The, the um, Black Lives Matter group actually uh, had a rally in northeast Minneapolis and told him to go home. Yeah, nobody likes it. I, uh, it's amazing to me because no, but no Republicans like this guy, and now no Democrats like this guy. It makes me wonder how do people like that ever get elected in the first place? And uh, it, it's all the radicals. They're probably they just kept voting like they probably gave people a lot of ballots and they voted him in that way. I, I don't know. It, it was <laughs> they probably cheated. I, or but you don't hear this kind of stuff in St. Paul. That's the crazy thing. You don't yeah. hear. Mayor Melvin Carter trying to defund the police, but they won't hire new police. They have a hiring freeze on police yeah. over there. Well, Garrett, listen, so. man, thanks so much for calling and stay safe because Minneapolis, again, it's a crazy. I mean, it went from being a beautiful, really great city. I mean, my wife used to go there every year for a convention. She loved it. She loved it. always talked about how great, beautiful Minneapolis was. But now Minneapolis, you couldn't pay me to go there. Uh, you probably actually there. You probably could. You probably would go if, if the number were right. Eight five. If there's anyone in Minneapolis that wants me to come visit. Uh, get, get, Live on location? Get, let's talk. 855-765-1045 uh, is the number. This is Sean in Clearwater, Florida. Hi, Sean. How are you? I'm good. How about you? Doing great, Sean. What's up, man? What do you want to say? Uh, yeah, I just mainly want to say about, like, you know, the fact-checking, um, how um, they just they just go in and twist, you know, any Republican's words um, to make it, like, fit their narrative with what they're trying to say. Um that's why, you know, like yesterday I turned on uh, Spectrum Bay News 9. I'm here in Clearwater. Mm-hmm. And the the first thing I saw was them cutting out of the Republican National Convention to do their fact-checking yeah. with the Democrat doing the fact-checking. So, you know, and, and that's what it, I'm, I'm just tired. No, it's really – listen, uh, Sean, you're right. There's a lot – if you have like CNN and MSNBC, they crack me up because the fa- the fact that CNN and MSNBC duck out of coverage to fact check the Republican National Convention, that's like me compl- that's like me criticizing someone else's haircut. Okay, it's just it, there's no place for it. Uh, clearly, I'm not the expert, and I don't know what I'm talking about. But basically, what happens is th- there is no such thing as fact anymore. Most of what you hear on these cable news networks is opinion. Uh, you know, what you hear in the Republican Party and the Democratic Convention, also opinion. And so when you say fact checking, you can't really I mean, there's it's not necessarily a fact. It's a different opinion is literally what they're doing. And you can find people with opinion. Global warming, for example, you can find doctors that say there's evidence that global warming exists. And you can find doctors and scientists who say there's no evidence that global warming exists. There's no such thing as facts anymore. It's all just whose experts are the last to speak. And that's why if you're watching CNN or MSNBC or any of these other networks, they're going to get the last word. They can break into the coverage, tell you what they think is the actual truth, and then go back. They can edit out and censor what they don't want you to hear. 
that's why the best thing to do is just probably stream these things live on the Internet. You know, stream them live or watch one of the networks that's carrying it live and uninterrupted. And tonight especially, tonight's going to be a big night because you've got President Trump and he is going. First of all, here's the thing about President Trump. He's going to speak and he's going to formally accept the nomination. And then after that, Kamala Harris will be reacting for on behalf of Joe Biden. Kamala Harris will be acting on behalf of Joe Biden. And that's important for two reasons. And I'll tell you both of those here in just a minute. We've got to take a quick break. 855-765-1045. Stay tuned. The Marquee Show continues right after this on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Marquee Show. This is the Marquee Show. This is the Marquee Show. My name is Marquee. Thanks so much for joining us. 855-765-1045. So apparently Kamala Harris is speaking this afternoon. I can't find that anywhere. I don't see that anywhere. That's weird. Uh, apparently it was on her Twitter. That's where I'm looking. I don't, I don't see. Anyway, we're not sure when she's going to speak. Uh, oh yeah, tune in at 3 p.m. today to learn how we can move our country forward. So she's speaking hours, like seven hours before the pres. She's responding to the president's speech seven hours early. It's interesting. That's interesting. All right. Uh, 855, you know, I guess, I guess she needs to do it while Joe Biden's still awake because he's going to want to watch at home. 855-765-1045 is our number. Uh, like there's a, there's a couple of things about this whole speech tonight, which are, which are quizzical. And number one is that Kamala Harris is speaking in, instead of Joe Biden. I wonder if this is going to be something that would be, that would be uh, like a habit when Joe Biden can't or won't or doesn't want to speak. Uh, will she be the mouthpiece? For example, what about the State of the Union? You know, if Joe Biden were president in a year, he'd have to give a State of the Union address. Would he at that point? What if he were tired or his brain wasn't functioning or he just couldn't, you know, he couldn't see the teleprompter? Would he would he uh, abdicate to Kamala and say here to speak on my behalf is Kamala Harris? I don't you know that it could happen. I mean, if she's already speaking, if she's giving the response to uh to president trump seven hours before he speaks then maybe you know it's weird 855-765-1045 is our number 855-765-1045 eric in edgewater how you doing eric loving the show mark it's my morning cardio workout oh i appreciate that thanks so much what do you want to say today sir well first of all that last guy that wanted to know if it's going to stop or not once they let go of rules for radicals it'll stop but the main reason i called was um Donald Trump might be hitting on a two-edged sword with his drug test comment. While everybody thinks that he's hinting towards cognitive drugs, there was that black doctor that came out that they censored that says that Fauci and all of them are taking hydroxychloroquine. I bet you Trump wants to prove to the world that they're taking hydroxychloroquine but won't let the rest of us take it. Oh, that's an interesting. Yeah, because Donald Trump is now he's calling for a drug test before the debate with Joe Biden in September. And he said it's to find out if he's taking some kind of drug to enhance his cognitive ability. But you're saying it may actually be to test for hydroxychloroquine to see if he's been. Look, according to according to Joe Biden, he's never taken a test. He's a little confused about the cognitive test. At one point, he said he's tested all the time. And at another point, he said he's never taken a test. So uh, we're really not sure. I imagine that a man that age 
and that advanced in years is definitely taking something. And if they're if they're afraid that he's not going to be able to make it through this election uh, cycle and this campaign cycle, then they're probably doing something to enhance his performance. Absolutely. And again, I'm not talking about Viagra. Years ago, we had a uh, we had a, I was working at a radio station in Raleigh, North Carolina, and we had this big concert with Rick Springfield. And we paid a lot of money to have Rick Springfield come in, and we sold all these tickets. And Rick Springfield was his headliner, and everyone was thrilled to see like thousands of people coming out to see this big concert we were throwing with Rick Springfield. You remember Jesse's Girl? You know, all the great song. And um, and Rick Springfield shows up at the hotel, and he is like deathly ill, just deathly ill. He's he's shaking. He's got the chills. He goes right to bed. He lays in the bed all day. And we've got this concert with Rick Springfield. We're like, oh my god. What is happening? What is happening to Rick Springfield? What's going to happen to the tickets? What's going to happen to all these people, these thousands of people who are expecting to see Rick Springfield tonight? And so did someone at the radio station called a doctor. Doctor shows up, goes into Rick Springfield's room, checks him out, whatever comes out. And we're like, Doc, is he going to be OK? Can he perform tonight? And the doctor said something like he should be fine. And he left. And we're all like, how is he fine? He was literally like throwing up and sh- he looked like he was going to die 20 minutes ago. And then it's showtime. Rick Springfield comes out, gets up on stage for two hours. He rocks it out, man. He's all, Jesse had a girl. Boy, it was a good friend of mine. I don't even know the words. But it was great. And then he met people and gave signed autographs and gave hugs to people and took pictures. And the whole time I'm thinking, if only these people knew how sick this guy was, they would not want to get close to Rick Springfield. You know what? Probably. That's probably not true. But probably they still would. And then Rick Springfield, you know, and when he's done, uh, goes back to his room and passes out. And I don't know what the doctor gave. I don't know what, I don't know what happened in that room. But the doctor was in there for 20, 30 minutes, gave or did something to Rick Springfield that made him like a superhero for two hours. And then he passed out again. So maybe there is something to Joe Biden giving the speech of his life on Thursday. Maybe there is something to Joe Biden performing really well against Bernie Sanders in the last debate. Maybe there is something, uh, you know, but that makes Joe Biden different than the Joe Biden we see on all of these Zoom calls and interviews where he makes these gaffes and flubs and can't remember the names of things. You know, when he walks out onto the, the floor of the of the gymnasium and says, oh, I'm at this place. Oh, no, wait a minute. I'm not at this place. I'm at some other place. <laughs> Maybe there's something to it. I mean, look, again, they always say, what if you take the drug test? If you don't have anything to hide, take the drug test. Donald Trump's not on any drugs. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is uh, Yari in Wisconsin. Hi, Yari. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. How about you there, guy? Oh, I'm doing great, Yari. What did you want to say? Well, I, I was wondering if you heard anything about uh, some of the new releases from the Department of Justice, uh, speaking about the situation where they actually found a knife on the floorboard of uh, James Blake, if I remember the name correctly. Yeah, no, I, haven't, Blake, sorry. I haven't heard any updates on any of that stuff. I know there's a couple of videos. I know there was some brawling. I know that now the the new thing is this uh, this kid with the AR the AR-15 who shot and killed two people, and then they took him to Burger King. There's all this. I mean, that's it's, uh, it, there's a lot yeah. to, to catch up on, and I don't think anyone really has all the details yet. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, the people are saying, like, yeah, that kid, he, you know, he shot people while he's defending his life, and he's trying to defend his you know, friends and family. You know, yeah. if adults aren't going to be willing to do it, then, you know, I'm going to have to do it myself. And, I, and I'm starting to see that more and more in this world today. 
Well, you know, and this bring you and Yari, this comes back to the whole point of when law enforcement fails, people have to stand up for themselves. When the law enforcement fails you, when they're not there to protect you, when the mayor refuses to let them protect you or when the governor says we need to defund them, whenever something like that happens, you're going to see more and more what we saw in Wisconsin, what we saw with the McCloskeys. Who, who went out on their front porch in St. Louis with their guns to protect their home because there was no one there to protect them. The police weren't there. You know, no one was there on their in their private neighborhood when these when these rioters were, were you know, throwing like breaking through gates and trespassing on private property. There was no one there to protect them. So they had to protect themselves. And in America, you're you should be allowed to do that. Uh, you know, you're still innocent until proven guilty. Um, and that's kind of, you know, that's kind of that's where we're losing a lot of now. It literally right now what happens is there's a lot of guilty until you're found guilty. And then uh, and that's not what we've been. That's not what we've been brought up on. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is our number. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Listen, we got to take a quick break. We got a bunch more of your phone calls coming up here in just a minute. Also, we're gearing up for our all RNC edition of what the bleep. That's coming up, too, so stay tuned to uh, 104.5 WOKV. If you're on the go and can't listen live on the radio, stream the Mark K Show in the WOKV app for your Apple or Android device. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Mark K, he lies, and he lies. And he lies some more when he's lying. Because he lies. <laughs> Thank you very much for that open mic. Man, that was, I, I, that was an inside joke. 8557. <laughs> those are the best kind, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> those are, our old boss always like, you know, you shouldn't make inside jokes on the air. And I go, why not? He goes, because people don't know what you're talking about. I go, yeah. well, maybe if they listen more, they would. Like that one thing with the pool key? Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. that, that was great. That was a great one. 8555. Yeah. Five, five, it's not my fault you're on the outside. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Sebastian in Jacksonville. How are you, Sebastian? Sebastian? Well, maybe he got mad because he didn't get the inside joke, so he left. Hey, <laughs> thanks, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Alec in North Dakota. How you doing, Alec? I'm doing good, man. How about yourself? Oh, Enjoy the show, bud. Oh, I'm so glad. I appreciate it. Alec, uh, what do you want to say today? Well, I'm going to talk a little bit about some oil and gas production up here. We okay. do quite a bit of it. Uh, Pre-COVID-19, on one oil field location, producing about 12,000 barrels a day. That's 504,000 gallons of oil. That's over three-quarter of a million dollars Okay. every single day. That's a lot of gas and, and oil. We were pushing. And then all of a sudden, you know, lockdown and everything, you think it was a mass exodus. We're talking big businesses being shut down, yeah. oil field locations by the dozens being shut down, mass production just borderline none. Mm. And... It's just, it's just crazy. But now, you know, we're having a comeback, and, I mean, it's picked up a little bit. I mean, they dropped labor rates. They dropped everything. And we were lucky that we were a smaller company with a good reputation and actually had a little bit of work during the, the downtime. But we're talking not much. Yeah. Is it's, it's, now, do you, so do you see any of it, like, popping back up or not really? It's starting to. We went uh, – yeah. the price of a barrel of oil during the COVID-19, like, lockdown was – 
approximately fluctuating anywhere between five to ten dollars a barrel. Okay. And now we're back up to about forty-three to forty-five dollars a barrel. So. And I imagine with schools opening up again too, I mean, people they've got to take their kids to school. They got to get back in the cars. The school buses are running, so that's hopefully going to help as well. Yeah, I hope so. All right, man. Well, listen. Hey, thanks so much for calling, and thanks for uh, for for watching too. And you know, we're we're look. And this is this is the thing. It affects everybody when you shut the government down and when you shut the economy down. And it, when you look at what's happening with the the coronavirus and the and the COVID nineteen at this point, I don't think people. I think people now have been have been living with this long enough and seeing what's been going on and under you know watching the news and really just living like like you live your life. Whether you have your mask or you don't have your mask, whether you're going to work or you're not going to work, whether your kid's in school or you're not in school, you've managed to figure out a way that you can live in the time of corona. I mean, you, you have, if, you're, if you're alive right now, you've figured it out. Either you're super duper, uh, you know, cautious and conservative and you don't talk to anybody and you don't have anybody over your house and you don't let your kids go play with their friends. Or you've you've learned how to be responsible by washing your hands and wearing your mask and using your hand sanitizer, whatever. And you realize I got to go to I mean, we've been at work here. The other Josh and I, with the exception of the 14 personal days he's taken since March, we've been here every single day broadcasting. And, you know, we we've never (laughs) not been here for whatever reason. So there are people that 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 figure it out and you have to personally figure out what you want to do and how you want to work. But at this point in time, I think we've all come up with some kind of personal idea of how we're going to how we're going to relate or how we're going to work in this situation. And I think most people are to the point where they're like, "Okay, I got it. I got my masks. I figured it out. I know how to to wear it without my glasses fogging up. I've got hand sanitizer galore. I've told my kids what to do. Let's start getting back to the real. Let's start getting back to real life. You know, let's start having the the, the sporting events again. Yeah, and I mean, not the ones that are shut down because of protests, the ones that are shut down because of coronavirus, which is kind of the other thing that's annoying about the NBA and the MLB is that how many games have we already missed due to coronavirus? The, the Major League Baseball, they had to they had to postpone like 20 games. Now they refuse to play because of what's going on in Kenosha, Wisconsin. It's almost like sports is trying to implode it's like professional sports are just trying to to destroy themselves i don't really i don't really understand i don't understand who's in charge of it or why they think that 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 this uh that the coronavirus or kenosha wisconsin and and you know the basketball um playoffs how are they all intertwined and why are they all intertwined because i'm going to be honest with you lebron james the fact that you don't pick up your ball today and jump out on the court uh, you know, it is not going to do anything for the people in Kenosha, Wisconsin, who are losing their businesses, who are losing their lives, who are shooting at each other, you know, who who are scared to go out uh, in the middle of the night, who are uh, forced to live under a, a curfew. You not playing basketball has not is really kind of egomaniacal. Eight, five, five. But I mean, what more would you expect from someone who calls himself King James? Karen in New Jersey. How you doing, Karen? Hi, Mark. How you doing? Oh, doing great. What do you want to say, Karen? I just want to say thank you for all your information that you get out. We watch your show here in New Jersey. Oh. Jersey girls love you. Oh, yay. Go Jersey. Uh, yeah. The home of the jug handle. There you go. Oh, all right. <laughs> Karen, thanks so much. I just explained to my son what a jug handle was the other day because I told him in, uh, in New Jersey you can't make a left turn. And he was like, wait, what? I said, yeah, no left turns in New Jersey. So I explained to him what a jug handle was. Oh. You have no idea what no, I'm talking about. No, no, I was waiting for you to get there. In New Jersey, you oh, can't. Oh, no, no, I get there now. You can't turn left. Right. And you can't pump your own gas. Like a UPS driver. They, right. never, they never turn left. You yeah. go and you jug handle around. You jug cross handle. the street. It's 
It's very, it's, you know what, uh, it, it's New Jersey. It's very New Jersey. Yeah, it's an old thing. 855-765-1045. Greg in Jacksonville. How you doing, Greg? Thanks for calling the Mark Hay Show. Hey, Mark, I'm great. Hey, I just, nobody's talking about the congressional election. And to me, that's going to be a little more as important, if not more important, than the presidential election. Because we don't, if the Republicans don't take back the uh, the Congress, this is going to be more of the same crap we've been putting up with. Greg, that's a great and, point. That's a great point. In fact, we had someone on Facebook moments ago just ask about that. And uh, unfortunately, we got to take a quick break and we got to play some What the Bleep. So I, before we do What the Bleep, I'll get into that. However, we do need... We do need two contestants. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. What about the congressional elections? What about the Republicans holding the Senate? Isn't that important, too? The answer is kind of. We'll tell you all about that in just a minute. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKD. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Marquee Show. This is the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045. This is the Mark K Show. All right, real quick, before we get to what the bleep, uh, we had a guy call in, and he asked a question about the Senate and the House of Representatives. In fact, we had someone on Facebook write about the Senate. We had somebody else write about the House of Representatives and say, hey, is it not just as important for the Republicans to uh, focus on the House of Representatives and focus on the Senate. Don't we want to make sure that we have control of the House and the Senate once again? Don't we want to make sure that we are ready to go with all of these things? I mean, it's, it, yes, it's ex it's definitely very important for us to focus on the presidency. But what about the other branches of government? Because really, if we don't focus on the other branches of government and if Donald Trump uh, wins election, but we still have the House of Representatives firmly, firmly under the control of the Democrats, isn't it just more of the same that we've had for the last two years? And listen. The, it, it's true that we want control of pretty much. We don't want the Democrats to run anything because we see that they run everything right into the ground. But the fact of the matter is, if you want to win more House seats, if you want to win more uh, Senate seats, you've got to get people to the polls. And people go to the polls because they're passionate about something. Maybe it's legalizing marijuana. Maybe it's getting rid of Greyhound racing. Maybe it's Donald Trump. And if Donald Trump is the reason that people are going to get up and go vote on Election Day, that's where your focus should be. If the Republican presidential candidate is the biggest, baddest, brightest, most amazingly uh, you know, inspiring thing in your party, which Donald Trump is for the Republicans, then that's what you shine the light on. That's what you tell people to do. Go out and vote for President Trump. If the, if the Democrats try to steal this election with mail-in balloting, we've got to go and make sure President Trump wins in a landslide. And by doing that, you get everybody to go out and vote for the president, and those votes trickle down because they're going to – look, I mean, the top of the ballot is the presidential race. It is the single most important race we have this year. And then when people are done voting for president, they're either going to go down and vote. All right, I'll pick my Republican senator and my Republican congressman or my Republican school board official, whatever it is, you know, judge, justice, whatever. Or they're just going to do straight ticket. But the fact of the matter is you pick one thing, one one issue. And the issue on this ticket is Democrat versus Republican. It's uh, Donald Trump versus socialism. It's not even really Donald Trump against Joe Biden. Let's be honest. It's Donald Trump versus socialism. And if you want socialism, then you go vote for Joe Biden. But if you want Donald Trump, if you love America, then you're going to go vote for him. And that's when you start winning the other races. It's very difficult to get people jazzed 
about their Senate race or their congressional race, especially since most Congress people, I mean, for the majority of congressional districts, very few are up for grabs. Most, I mean, that's why people like, how can Nancy Pelosi be there for 40 years? That people don't change their mind. I mean, neighborhoods don't change that quickly. It's very difficult to to boot uh, somebody out from one party, let alone, you know, yeah, maybe the incumbent will lose to some upstart like we saw with AOC, but it's still going to be a Democrat sitting in that seat. So pick the one issue that gets people most fired up. And in this election, that issue is Donald Trump being reelected. And then it trickles down. Then you get the fallout um, all the way down the aisle. All right, let's get to some what the bleep, shall we? This should be very exciting. Great question, though, and it's something that a lot of people think about, too. And it is important. So when you do go vote, make sure you're voting in all the races. But first, let's see if we can get uh, let's see if we can get some. some what, 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 would you, what do we do? We knocked in over mugs over there. Where would all the pens? Here's one. Why do all the all the pens keep disappearing? I don't know what, I don't know what everyone else is doing. With them. All right, uh, let's meet our contestant, shall right. we? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, good. Perfect. It looks like we have James on the line. James, good morning. How are you? Great. How are you doing? Oh, doing great. James, did you want to play some What the Bleep? Oh, yeah. Perfect, because that's perfect, because oh, you're, yeah. you're locked in at this point. Uh, you're going to be playing against Bill. Bill, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, just waiting for you to finish up so we can play. <laughs> Any day now, Mark. Hey, Mark, yeah, we know how important it is to vote. Could you shut up and play this game? Uh, I know. I appreciate it. Yes, it definitely. Uh, James, Bill, we are ready. to. You guys both know how to play this game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Just for anyone who may be new to the show, because we have a bunch of people always watching online and listening in for the first time, uh, we're going to play a clip from the Republican National Convention. It's going to be some clip from some speech or some person speaking at the convention this past week. We're going to bleep out one word to make it sound dirty, but the word we bleep out is a totally clean word. So, gentlemen, both your answers must, again, be clean and family-friendly. You know we're not going to we're not gonna bleep. Like, no one's really up there cussing at the RNC, right? You guys, You guys get that. That is correct. Perfect. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, James, we're going to start with you, and uh, we're going to play this clip. Listen care- carefully and tell us what the bleep. This is Kimberly Guilfoyle, chief fundraiser for the Republican National Conv- Committee in uh, the effort to reelect Donald Trump. Listen carefully to Kimberly Guilfoyle and tell us what the bleep. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Don't let the Democrats take you for granted. Don't let them f- on you. All right, James, uh, what do you think? What do you think Kimberly Guilfoyle said there? Um, To keep it clean, step. To keep it clean, step. (laughs) Don't let the Democrats step on you. Yes. All right, let's take a listen. Don't let the Democrats take you for granted. Don't let them step on you. Good job, James. Nicely done. All right, that's how you play. Bill, are you ready for your first one? Ready to go. All right, Bill, this is Mark McCloskey, the homeowner from St. Louis, Missouri, who with his wife uh, defended his home against the um, the Antifa uh, rioters in uh, St. Louis with his AR-15. Listen, this was him speaking at the RNC. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Are you ready? Ready. Here we go. Trump brought us the greatest economy our country had ever seen. The Democrats have brought us nothing but the <laughs> what do you What do you think, Bill? Wow. Um, can I hear it one more time? Yeah, of course. Again, listen carefully. Here he is, Mark McCloskey, once again. Trump brought us the greatest economy our country had ever seen. The Democrats have brought us nothing but the fast talk. Fast talk. 
Trash. Oh, trash talk. Oh, trash. All right, here we go. Let's take a listen. Trump brought us the greatest economy our country has ever seen. The Democrats have brought us nothing but destruction. Destruction is what we were looking for. Destruction. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, that was a that was a tough one. That was a tough one. All right, uh, back to you, uh, James. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. This is uh, Senator Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Here we go. Maybe that's why Joe Biden is so soft on them. Why Nancy Pelosi says that China would <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, I bet they would. I bet they would, too. What, do you, what do you think, James? China would pick Joe Biden. China would pick Joe Biden. Let's see what she said. Maybe that's why Joe Biden is so soft on them. Why Nancy Pelosi says that China would prefer oh, Joe Biden. Prefer. Yep. Yep. I <laughs> it was preferred. You had the wrong P word. You had the wrong <laughs> P word. That's all right. That's okay. As you're still ahead, James. Bill, you ready? Ready. All right. Here's your next one. This is South Dakota Governor Christy Noem speaking last night. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Here we go. Now, at times, our country has struggled to live up to our f***ing principles. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. That went quick. Let me play that one more time. Here we go. Now, at times, our country has struggled to live up to our f***ing principles what do you what, what do you think she's saying there founding principles founding you think it's founding principles yes all right let's see now at times our country has struggled to live up to our founding principles oh nicely done wow way to tie it up bill nicely done all right james yeah yeah <laughs> yeah he's good james are you ready <laughs> Yeah. All right, James, here we go. You can take the lead with this one. This is uh, Elise Stefanik. She's a congresswoman from New York speaking yesterday at the uh, Republican National Convention. Listen carefully. Tell us what the bleep, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. Since his first day in office, President Trump has fought tirelessly to deliver results for all Americans, despite the Democrats' baseless and illegal impeachment <laughs> <laughs> What, uh, what, oh, do you, what do you think, James? <laughs> um, impeachment charges. Impeachment charges. Let's take a listen. Since his first day in office, President Trump has fought tirelessly to deliver results for all Americans, despite the Democrats' baseless and illegal impeachment sham. Sham was what we were looking for. Sham. All right, Bill, there's one more, and you guys are tied up one-to-one, -one, Bill, so if you get this one right... Then you win. Are you ready? No pressure. Uh, no pressure whatsoever. Here we go. This is Donald Trump speaking uh, Monday night at the Republican at the RNC. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Now, this you'll hear two bleeps. Same word. Okay? Okay. S same word bleep twice. Listen carefully. Here we go. And we were actually coming together. You know, brings people together. Maybe better than anything else. brings people so many times. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you think, Bill? Well, it comes at you quick. Yeah, sure it does. Hey, yeah, can I maybe one more time? Yeah, one more time. Listen carefully. Here he is. And we were actually coming together. You know, brings people together. Maybe better than anything else. Brings people so many times. Yeah, so many times. Oh, <laughs> well, that is a tough one. Yeah. I will say uh, uh, suffering. 
Suffering. Suffering. Let's take a listen. And we were actually coming together. You know, success brings people together. Maybe better than anything else. Success brings people so many times. Yes, it's success because he's a Republican. Suffering is a Democrat thing. I'll tell you what. Look, we're out of time. We're out of bleeps. It's one to one, which means congratulations. You guys tie today. Nicely done. We're going to get some information. We're going to send you guys some Mark K Show t-shirts as long as, as soon as Hannah gets back from uh, whatever disease it is that she's been diagnosed with this week. <laughs> Hang on, everybody. Great job. Let's do a quick break. We're, we're going to try to squeeze a couple uh, don't more. Don't tell Mark anything. No, don't tell me. Never tell me the truth. Uh, 855-765-1045. We're going to squeeze in a couple more phone calls before we get out of here and wrap it. Tomorrow, tonight, Donald Trump speaks. Donald Trump speaks live at the convention to accept the nomination. And seven hours before that, Kamala Harris responds to that speech. So we'll uh, we'll go over all that tomorrow. Uh, stay tuned, though. More of the Marque Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Again, speech tonight. Donald Trump. This is the big one, man. This is there's going to be here's what's going to happen. There's going to be the Donald Trump speech. It's going to be probably lengthy. Oh, man, maybe that's why Kamala Harris is doing her speech at three, because she knows Donald Trump gets, you know, when he gets going, he gets going. And if he's accepting the nomination for president, it's going to be it could be a 90 minute speech. It could be even more. I mean, we've seen him speak over two hours just on like a random Tuesday afternoon at, a, at an airplane hangar. This is this is the White House lawn in Washington, D.C. to a, a uh, an audience of millions. Fireworks going to go off. So uh, I'm sure there's a noise ordinance. He must be able to he must have to wrap it up by 11 p.m. in order for the fireworks to go off. I, I can't imagine that it'll be much later. But uh, maybe that's another reason why Kamala Harris is going to speak at three, because she's like, screw it. I ain't waiting for him to finish. He could go all night. <laughs> he could go all night. Well, anyway, she's got her speech at three. If you care, he's speaking later tonight at the end of the RNC. And then tomorrow we'll recap everything. We'll also have some fake news Friday for you um, as well. First, though, let's get a let's squeeze in a couple more phone calls here. This is uh, Linda in Seattle. Hi, Linda. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Mark? Doing really well. Thank you so, uh, so much for asking, Linda. What's up? Well, I just wanted to make what I believe to be a very valid point as oh, far I, as the voting. Uh, yeah, the what is your ballot. I can't wait. What's your very valid point? My, well, in my opinion, if we can put on a mask and go into a grocery store, a Walmart, or many other places and stay six feet apart to get our essentials, why then can we not be six feet apart with a mask on and vote in person. I believe that's a very valid point and that people need to pay attention to that because it can be done very safely as we do as we go to our stores to get our essential needs. Yeah. No, Linda, you bring and you bring up a really great point. And people will and I've heard people say that too. They say, Well, I have to go grocery shopping. You don't actually have to go grocery shopping. There are ways for you to get your groceries without you leaving your home. You can order the the Peapod or the this, that, or the Uber thing or whatever, and they'll bring you the groceries right to your house. Or you could start growing your own food, which is what a lot of, uh, you know, which is what a lot of socialists like to do anyway. They build these communes. They plant their own tomatoes and, and, and you know, wheat and whatever else, they, uh, some kind of beans, and I'm sure they have pot farms, whatever. You could do that. That's another thing you could do. Or you could just go to the grocery store. But you're right. If you, you know, if you can do that, why can't, I mean, you don't have to vote. You choose to vote, just like you choose to go to the grocery store, just like you choose to go somewhere else. And if you're going to risk your life to go to the grocery store, 
to get a box of Kix cereal and a, and a gallon of milk. I think voting is probably more important than that. 855-765-1045. All right, we got to get out of here. Traffic, weather, news, Rush Limbaugh, all coming up next on 104.5 WOKD.